0: Hey, hey, everybody, you're listening to the Over My Dad podcast with the do-gooder dads, me, George Andriopoulos.
1: And me, Dave Thompson. We got periodic guests, great conversations, and of course, some dad jokes here and there. Dads and non-dads, welcome to our movement towards nothing in particular. (laughs) This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. Stay tuned
0: for further instructions.
1: Booyah! I love you, Daddy.
2: Howdy, George. Howdy,
1: ho. <laughs> <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't that kind of howdy, George. <laughs> Cowboy Dave. For the listeners at home, Dave's wearing a 10-gallon hat. <laughs> I think that's more of a two and a half gallon. <laughs> I don't know how that system works with hats,
0: honestly. Is that a is that like a, a southern hat or that, like to me that's more of like a crocodile
1: dundee looking. It's massive, jammy. Dude. This was my grandfather's Stetson, actually. Ah, it's real okay. it's a it's a real cowboy and he's he's like Georgia born born and raised and everything. Wow. Yep. I I have to. Now. We back! Hold on, here's the good part. So- Be back what's up good to see you what's up dude i am so excited to be back uh, after our our several five week or so hiatus it's been yeah. a long time but it's yeah. good to see you man
0: yeah it's good to see you man so much has changed this has been a. Uh... A crazy hiatus, for good reason, for good reason. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're, we're, we're back. We're not giving this thing up. I, I feel bad that we didn't give the audience um, a heads up on our hiatus, but we didn't even know that it was happening.
1: <laughs> you know what, George? If one thing leads to another. and Are you talking this really Southern sorry action I, again? I'm really sorry if I slip. <laughs> I have to tell you, I've been slipping in stores, and that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. It's I a habit imagine. that like me and my wife home on the couch. And then all of a sudden, yeah, no. So I'm here now, uh, but but yeah, no, it's 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 good to see you, bro. Yeah, man, you too, big time.
0: Um, so I, I guess let's tell everybody what's been going on while we've been on on hiatus. So, so the, the 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 first reason, and this wasn't really the reason for hiatus, but I think we we needed to give ourselves space to uh, go through everything we've been going through. So, for you, the audience knows that you've been prepping for the big move, and the big move happened. So,
1: how'd it go? Yeah, I think I did enough foreshadowing about it. Man, it was like the most intense couple of months. It feels great. We're like two weeks into our new life in Nashville. I'll have to do some more, you know, uh get some footage together for the show. Um everything is incredible. And the trip here, driving driving the 26 foot truck across the country. That's the I think that's the biggest size truck that you can. Drive without a CDL license, right? Like it, it had like the air horn, like the legit, like, huh, huh, like, um, driving that by myself through the country was like so, so cool. Um, but full disclosure, like, you know how that, like, that stereotype about truckers peeing in bottles? I didn't yeah. do it, but I get it now. Like, <laughs> like, it is really hard to stop one of those things and like pull over and park. I'm know? sure it is. <laughs> like the driving in a straight line thing was great really great (laughs) but uh, it was a thing it was a thing dude um but yeah no everything everything's really really good and i just want to say since this has been a topic and it'll continue being a topic of me getting assimilated and stuff i mean no no disrespect to the the fine people of tennessee when i'm talking about this stuff and honestly i've been very self-deprecating here like i know that there's plenty of stuff that they that i say funny and i don't know anything about mowing a lawn or you know I like I met my neighbor the other day and he's like you drink I'm like nope he's like you smoke I'm like nope he's like you army I'm like nope (laughs) he's like (laughs) he kept going he's like you fit he literally he's like you fish no he goes you got a boat I go nope he goes well you fish though right I'm like not really (laughs) like, (laughs) like literally like 10 things so like I am in no way in the position to 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 judge anyone or whatever. I feel like um I need to become like the reverse Jeff Foxworthy and like be like you might be from Long Island if <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I want to unpack a couple of things you said there. Uh number 1 <laughs> That number because they they've just been coming. like I haven't been in a creative space for a few weeks. So right now the the snarky New Yorker is really coming out at me. So number one is, I woke up this morning and was wondering, hey, What's the maximum footage on a truck that you can drive without a CDL license? So thank you so much for, for well, filling us fa- in Fun fact,
1: Dave, with a fun fact.
0: Yeah. Number two, uh, you know they have lawns here in New York where you're from as well, right? Just, I just <laughs> not, want to clear not,
1: that up. N- n- George, not one that I could afford. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem. Yeah, but you could always cut one. You could always cut a lawn. <laughs> you didn't have to own it. And number
0: three... Welcome to Nashville. I'm so happy for you guys. I've been so happy watching the pictures of you and Priscilla and Veda and and Su- Susie Sue. Is that is that the name of yeah, your yeah yeah Susie, Susie Sue. Sue yeah yeah with the with the funky spelling. I expect no less from you two. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy for you guys. Um, Thank you. Man, like that first home that you buy and it's just yours. And and you guys did it big. I my, my first home man was the biggest crap hole that you could ever <laughs> imagine the first time I bought a house and it took me 10 years to get it even looking like anything inhabitable um but but man your home is beautiful i'm i'm so so, so happy much, for man. you guys yeah
1: yeah no it it's it's awesome it's it's really really cool and um just you know Just expect a lot more stories about getting assimilated because it's so funny how you can drive within the United States and just be in like you might as well be in another things just different way different. Yeah, less laws. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a different, different way of life down here. It's very, very cool. Oh man, I can imagine.
0: Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. I'm sure this will not get old and tired at all to hear about you living in Nashville. So very excited about that.
1: (laughs) One. Okay. One more more thing. This is what happened. This is what happened today. Let me just tell you what happened today. So my office and I'm in my office right now, I work here all day. My office overlooks the cul-de-sac. And like I've said in another episode, we're on the end of a cul-de-sac with like Bambi and, Pumba and Timon and everybody in the woods right next to us. So out of nowhere I just see this this pickup truck just skirt just pull up pull a U-turn pull up right in front of my house a guy in a cowboy hat gets out and starts walking with intent with a plastic bag. That's just called the hat down there. By the
0: way, I'm going to throw that out there. Red yeah, standard just a hat. Go ahead. Standard.
1: meanwhile. meanwhile <laughs> just a regular hat. <laughs> meanwhile, so the guy walking with intent dressed like a in rodeo gear and I, I haven't seen a lot of these guys. I'm not like, like it's not like everyone dresses like that down yeah. here. Like rodeo ready dude uh-huh. gets uh, walking up my driveway while the guy in the driver's side is filming or taking pictures of the guy. And I'm like, is this some weird... I'm thinking immediately, like, the Godfather, like, you're leaving me a message, like, what is this, a, uh, a bag of poop on my doorstep? Like, what like what is this guy? And then they just peel away so quickly, and I'm like, the guy filmed it? He-. So I, I, I leave my Zoom meeting, I march down the stairs, I open the front door, I see the plastic bag, I'm like nervous to open it. I open it. It's a bottle of calamine lotion. Immediately, I'm thinking, like, well, he's thinking, like, well, you're going to be itching to get out of here. Like some sort of message. That's just the way my brain thinks. Worst case scenario, right? You're going to be itching to get out of here. I'm like, I get it. I get it, sir. Okay. You don't like me in your neighborhood. Fine. Turns out, if you order food, if you order stuff from Walmart here, just some guy in a pickup truck just comes and drops it off. And the other guy takes a picture of the guy dropping it off on your door ah. so that, you know, just like a dude in a pickup truck, not like Long Island or Queens or New York City. So um, the point is, I'm going to be getting a shotgun. But
0: hold on. But, hold on <laughs> but, but this was not at your doorstep. This was at a neighbor's doorstep.
1: No, no, no. This was my doorstep. So I literally was like, did you buy? Calamine like well right so I'm in my oh, office did. all day okay. I didn't know that my wife had ordered oh. Calamine lotion and I didn't know anyone had poison ivy or anything like that like it was a whole there was no reason for the cat. like to me I there was a, a condition in the house I didn't know about yeah. so <laughs> this was like a, <laughs> just like the kind the kind of even though I'm in like a really nice house now and everything the yeah. uneasiness of living in a new place is just oh yeah. It's weird really bizarre it's really weird. bizarre every noise i'm like what's that light blinking is that my carbon monoxide detector yeah, 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 or is yeah. that a ca- or is that a camera i yeah. don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you that whole like random calamine on the doorstep thing would have freaked me out
1: did i ever tell you the story about the wicker <laughs> baskets Oh no. Do oh, you no. Have, like every year on on the full moon someone leaves a no, no, no. basket no. And I your- was <laughs> even
0: planning to, on telling the story but this is this, this now has a happy ending as of like a year and a half two years ago. Um All I right. bought my my other house uh that I moved from last year. I bought it in 2007, I want to say. Uh yeah, 2007. And so within maybe like 2008 or nine or somewhere uh, uh, along those lines. I get home late one night was at like a family party or something. And on my doorstep was a garbage bag full of like wicker baskets. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, this, this is too specific to, for me not to know about. So I figured like, maybe there was like a family member that was dropping them off or something. We mm-hmm. called around nothing, <laughs> nothing. And it like freaked me out. Like, because it was like wicker, bad. Like, if it was like even calamine lotion, I would have been like, oh, okay. But like wicker (laughs) baskets, right? Like, what you're like, what is this? And so a week later, same thing again, more wicker baskets. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Then nothing (laughs) for like five years. And then five years later, wicker baskets again. No way. On my doorstep. And like I wasn't home, and it just so happened every time like I wasn't home, and I, and I am like turning you into my a
1: basket. Ba- you turning you into a basket case, right? Yeah.
0: So now my yes, yeah, total yeah, basket yeah, case. Yeah yeah. 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 Cue the Green Day music.
1: I'm just um, weaving. I'm just trying to weave. Up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so so now the freaky part about that one was at this point like I had gotten like divorced. I wasn't with my ex wife anymore. Like the first time, first and second oh, time it yeah. happened, that was so now I was like. Who would drop like? There's nobody I know as so a guy. So it's three
1: times, three times total, but one was five years after the other. One two.
0: was five years after the first two, right? <laughs> and now I'm like, this is this is effing weird. And like, okay, nothing. And then I don't think I put the dots. Uh, I connected the dots, but like over the years, I would randomly find a brand new item, something. Arizona iced tea, like a gallon of Arizona iced tea, a couple of canned goods, like whatever, like in front of my garage or my doorstep. But like I never connected the dots where I was like, oh, it was probably some like drunk dude walking down the street and left it here. Yeah. We went to like pee in my driveway or something. Who knows? <laughs> and so then like there was three or four nights in a row where stuff was left in front of my garage door. And now I'm like, and this was like a year and a half ago, and I'm like, what the hell? It's all connected. The, the wicker baskets came back to me. The Arizona, everything. <laughs> so now, but now, now I'm fully equipped. Right now, I have cameras. Right now, yeah, you got a Ring and all. Oh, yeah. it's it's forget it, man. And I go through the thing, and I find it. And it's man the most harmless-looking, like sixty-something-year-old woman, sweetest-looking woman in the world gets out of her nice newish car front of my house brings the bag leaves it and gets in her car and leaves and i'm like what the hell is happening here so now i wasn't scared so much i'm like there's some mistake so i post the the ring video on the local mom's group where i live and i go does anybody know this and within five minutes that's blah 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 tags her blah blah she messages me and she goes oh my god are you not the the priest that lives at blah 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 North Fourth uh, North Fourth Street or Fifth Street, whatever? And and I'm like, no, I'm not a priest. Like I don't get. She goes, there's a priest that's supposed to live at this address and he runs the local pantry, and I've been coming for years and dropping off. So it turns out it's the block behind me. I was on North Fifth. She was looking for North Fourth, same house number, and for 13 years, she had been dropping stuff off that I threw out every single time at my doorstep. And it was the funniest thing because she, I wound up calling her and then I wound up making a huge donation. Like, a, you know, I went f- yeah. shopping. I went yeah, shopping to like, the supermarket up, make to, to make, for make up for all this and I brought it. Dude, if I never figured it out, I would have lost my mind. I would have gone to the grave going
1: crazy about that that instance. That is... <laughs> really funny it's crazy yeah. how like the most i love i love weird stuff like that it's crazy how like that could cause a whole misunderstanding less and less now with all the technology but like you could be telling that story to your grandkids and be like in every year on the full moon they'd leave three wicker <laughs> basket like that's how like let's that's how all those crazy legends and stuff start Just yeah sure from, be i thought you were the priest's house whatever so funny
0: i love And then that. imagine i had like died or something and then the legend in the neighborhood was he got every year <laughs> wicker baskets and then he woke up <laughs> with a heart
3: attack
1: <laughs> they say if you really need some folksy storage in the middle <laughs> of the night if you listen carefully you
0: can <laughs> so let me move on uh uh so so that's that's what's been going on with Dave, guys. He's he's been you know moving and getting set up with mm-hmm. his remote office for 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 his job and getting the family settled. Uh, and so for me, coincidentally, just around the same time, we had some family stuff going on. My my father in law was having uh, some health issues. Um, he's had health issues for many years, uh, and and both of my in laws actually got COVID. Uh, my mother in law, thankfully. You know, barely had a cold, um, mm-hmm. but he, because he was on dialysis and all had all this other stuff going on, um, you know, he had some breathing problems, much more medically frail, and so went into the hospital, and you know, it was a whole month long ordeal of, um, you know, not being able to see him and and um, him suffering, you know, tremendously, and and the breathing machines, and eventually onto the ventilator, which at that point we thought we had lost him. Um, and, and actually beat COVID and, and got off the ventilator. He was, he was extubated. Um, and, and we thought we were, we were home free. In fact, the day that we got the call from the hospital that, um, you know, things were not going to end well that morning, I was like, oh, he, he should be out in like another week or so in, in rehab, you yeah. know? Um, and sure enough, you know, that night we were, I'll never forget it. We were at the beach with the kids, um, Walking through the tunnel back to back to our, our car in the hospital, called my wife and, you know, basically saying like um we got a couple of options here, and so um we we, we lost him a, a couple of days later. Thankfully, um and I say thankfully just because you you rarely get these kind of moments. We we all had the opportunity to say goodbye. It was a controlled situation uh, with him going, and so you know he he we all. And they have a big family by the way. My father in law had eleven brothers and sisters. 10 uh, wow. ten ten that survived him. Uh one passed away a couple of years ago. Um, and so everybody had the chance, you know, local Whoa. or or far, um, either FaceTime or in person, was was able to say goodbye to him. I had a moment with him that was very, you know, special to me. Not to not to bring this this show down, but I, I definitely oh, felt as uh, a as a dad podcast, right? Or a pseudo dad podcast, I gotta throw some tribute up to to my father-in-law here and so yeah that's that's what's been going on with us so we lost them and and you know arrangements and services and and just mourning and and you know being together as a family that's what's been uh happening with us so (laughs) excuse me it's uh it's been a heavy uh couple of months you know dealing with it but you know Getting through it as a family, talk, right?
1: Talk about, talk about heavy. And, uh, you know, for some context, uh, George's wife is not of the age where she's supposed to be losing a parent. You know, like, and this is like, it's really, really serious stuff, especially when people are being, have gotten so casual about COVID. You know, yeah. like, uh, uh, just this is, this is very, very real. People in their 60s are, you know, people in their 30s are dying, but plenty of people in their 60s are dying. I know a bunch. Yeah. I know a bunch of people's parents or, or younger grandparents that have, that have passed from this. And I, my heart goes out to your whole family, man. That's it, it's really, uh, so, so it, it's never a good time, but it's just really so unexpected and and, and crazy puts things yeah. in perspective, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, to- totally. Um, and you know, just, uh, we're, we're okay. You know, like we, we, we all had time to process and we still have our moments, um he was a funny guy he was a quirky guy um if you didn't know him well sometimes you would uh uh not understand why he was the way he was right um mm-hmm. or how why he operated the way he did but those that knew him well knew that you know he did everything with love and so a <clears throat> funny moment during the thing was um this family has experienced a lot of loss I, I think I've, I've talked about it either on this show or my other one um you know we the the way I met Colleen was because Colleen's sister uh, was an acquaintance of mine. Her younger sister and and wound up being diagnosed with cancer ten years ago, and and we wound up losing her. But that's how Colleen and I got together, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and they've had some other stuff in in the family. And so, um, being the the techy guy and the creative guy, I uh, ever since Shannon passed away, her sister, um, I, I I had made a video, you know, for the for the services uh, at the time that we right. play. And I and then the family dubbed me as like the funeral video guy. So like every time somebody died in the family, I was the guy that made the video. And I remember like when this happened, I was like, Colleen, like I can't this time. Like this one's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too okay. heavy. Like I just I don't have the energy for it. She's like, No, no, totally. And we were all in agreement. And then I was like, All right, I could just be, right? I could be here and just be and, and mourn and uh, be with my family and then my wife and my sister-in-law asked me to give the eulogy so oh yeah like don't
1: sit down but don't sit down you you're off video duty but but <laughs> <laughs>
0: which was which was interesting
1: because
0: um he wasn't like a sappy guy good dude but yeah, wasn't a yeah, sappy yeah. guy and so funny guy horrific prankster like just never oh. knew when to end the prank like funny but like You were you were always like, come on, all right, is it over? Like he he'd prank call you, and you knew it was him from like the Mm -hmm. first second, and then ten minutes later, you're like, Tom, I I, come on, can we? (laughs) What'd you call me about, man? (laughs) So so I had to make the, uh, I had to make the thing uh, uh, reflect him and and his personality, and Big Little Rascal fan, the whole family Mm -hmm. was. Um, and so I ended the thing with having the entire room stand up and give Buckwheat's line of "Oh Tay."
1: <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I, yeah, that's, how, that's how. That's how. It, that's how it should be. I yeah. mean, it's thoughtful, but people don't want you know. People don't want you to be just so sad. Yeah, they want you to enjoy. They want you to enjoy their that what what was their time on earth? You know what I mean? Yeah, really, yeah, really crazy. Sure. I, um, I, I it's a funeral video guy, that's, I really like that nickname. Um, You should add that to your your CV. Yeah, uh, I, ma- right. I made funeral a, I, I've never been a, a, a funeral video guy, but recently I had a friend pass and he was like this. And I know you can make fun of me. You could play the, the clip if you want, but you can make fun of me for, uh, it's time for Dave Relives His Past. But oh, whatever. hold on.
0: <laughs> it's time for Dave Relives His Past.
1: <laughs> but so my my <laughs> so so my my friend Joey Finnegan, who's only he was only in his thirties, he he passed away. Picture Chris Farley. If you would have guessed in a room of like a hundred people yeah. who might pass early, it would have been this guy. So full of life, like that whole Robin Williams, Chris Farley kind of like class clown attitude, and could just drink you under the table from like the moment you're on your way to the water park with him till the moment you know like um and uh do you
0: exclusively drink at water parks I'm just
1: there was an annual tradition have you okay. ever heard of action park in new jersey of course i have i used to call it traction park for because <laughs> of all the uh so um we used to go every year in a tour bus um and and that's how i kind of got to know them through a bunch of mutual friends but uh i i did a a funeral video of just like you know like just um like like photo of, of collage like yeah. photos yeah, and I didn't know like I I was ripping photos off his Facebook and I was like, are these okay? It was a very funny and awkward situation for me because I didn't know his family, but his wife had asked me to make the video and I was like, are these okay? Like are these photos like what like his parents yeah, want yeah. It was at, like at the a bomb. <laughs> yeah? Though no, it was complete no really really subversive stuff and, <laughs> yeah. and 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 his wife was like, no nope, yeah. They're aware it's yeah. fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's great. That's great. That's great. That's
1: you, um, you
0: know. Yeah. So, so uh not, not to get, you know, all, all uh, depressed on, on this show. Cause that's not what this show is about. I, I just wanted to, you know, be able to honor him for a minute, but I gotta say, man, um I've been fired up, you know, um, since right around that time because here in new york and i don't know how it is in the rest of the country man Mm -hmm. but um here in new york here on long island um the conversations around masks and all that kind of stuff has been completely insane um and and i'm not saying insane based on opinion because um when you when you act and you speak and advocate for your kids with your opinion of of you know how you want them to live. Like I respect that. I respect the mm-hmm. hell out of that. Like I get it. Um, but the way we act is really important. And and you get this, man. Like you're you're yeah, you and I are very much in tune when it comes to this stuff. We are both advocates for very specific things, and we also are the types of people that will stand up even for the things that we're not really. Mm-hmm. Um, well-versed in and we get well-versed and, and we educate ourselves and learn and, and we stand up when we feel something is wrong. And so I have nothing against the parents that um, specifically want to voice their concerns over, over masks and, and, and all that stuff. Um, it's a little sensitive for me because of the fact that my father-in-law, you know, passed away of COVID. Right. Uh, but locally, and I'm wearing my Daler shirt today. There, there um, you go. Uh, you know, on purpose. I'm a, uh, from Farmingdale, New York, green and white daler. I bleed it. Um, but there's been a conversation here around demasking in in the schools, uh, mm-hmm. and totally, you know, valid concerns like all that. I get it. I'm not judging any opinions. Um, right. We had a school board meeting, and uh, man, <laughs> this thing go crazy. Now you're talking to somebody that, aside from the past year plus since COVID. Um, I've been to almost every single school board meeting for the last five plus years. Like I'm of very course, active. You're, you're
1: the Taylor Dad. Yeah, that's yeah, me.
0: that's what I do. Um, <laughs> so I know. And besides that, I'm also involved in a bunch of committees with the school district, mm-hmm. decision making, legislative action. So I kind of know how some of this stuff works um, from a legal perspective and, and from the back end. And you know, a lot of the stuff that these parents have been complaining about is all on the state and and the government. Not the school district, right? So I knew this – so they had announced that June 2nd, I think it was, was the first live Board of Ed meeting in well over a year, Um, in person. And, and, you know, they were going to march on the Board of Ed meeting. And and I was like, you know what, I want to go there because I want to see what's going on. But I knew that along with the advocates would come the pitchforks. Yeah, Um, of course. And I was – I'm a little too emotional still about, you know, my father-in-law to – to have gone there, because I would have gotten arrested. The way it turned out, um, it, it was bad. And so the meeting never happened because they got there and parents. What? Well, the the, the, the district had sent out a letter two days before saying, cool, uh, we'll see you there. We're going to move it to the gym, much bigger space, socially distant, six feet apart. Masks are required. We're, you're still on school grounds. These are our rules, blah, blah, blah. And so there was a big contingent of parents that were, Part of that faction, but not really, because the the leaders of that movement were trying to do things the right way. And so they masked, they, you know, they, they followed protocol, but there was a large contingency amongst them that was like, fight the power. No mask, FU, scumbag, like they were just yelling crazy stuff, and... And, yeah, and the district was like, you need to mask, otherwise we need to get, we're going to end this meeting. And so they wound up ending the meeting because, and what followed, man, for the last, like, week or two has been insanity. Like, just upside down, like, nobody, like, you know, this faction is, like, split apart a lot because they didn't condone the actions of those people. Right. It was like uh, somebody videotaping it outside and some of the people were like heckling anybody that was wearing masks. Dude, it was just insane. Insane. So I guess all I'm saying here is like, if you, you want to advocate for something, you have every right to do it, but just educate yourself on the process, man. Like, you know, know who you're fighting, why you are fight. Like, You're wasting your time going to a Board of Ed when the governor is dictating guidelines and, you know, just to say, like, we want the Board of Ed to stand with us. Well, guess what? Like, the superintendent of the Board of Ed, they can't get involved in, like, political opinions. It's against the rules to do stuff like that.
1: I've been saying this so often lately. There's reasons for stuff. Like, and some of it is beyond the control of, like, the person processing your return at Walmart, like there's yeah. reasons for stuff and it's out of that person's control and there's, constec- there's context for things. And like, just because you didn't just lose someone in, in your family two weeks yep. ago, doesn't mean somebody else didn't. Like, it's just that, that, I like what you said about us being on the same page as far as having a certain decorum yeah. around having really complicated, dealing with really complicated, you know, divisive topics yeah. and stuff. I remember when, you, you know the way we met was was by you um, extending the offer of of me doing a, a TEDx um, at your event, and you saying like there are people that I let be on this event that I do not agree with at all. Yeah, and me immediately being like, that is very cool. Yeah. Like that that is what we're supposed to be able to do. But you need that from those people too you get yeah. what i'm saying like yeah, totally like if you, you people you it can't be both ways you know what i mean people have to have a certain decorum around these yeah. these conversations yeah discourse
0: is necessary discourse yeah. is totally necessary but the way you handle it that's that that's important um, yeah because that's, you, you're it, you're pooing on your movement I mean, you, and you wonder why you
1: wonder, why, right you wonder why your kids are like that? Not your oh, kids, George. God,
0: forget <laughs> it, yeah. Dude, don't even get me started. Like that's that's the whole thing. I got. I don't comment on like Facebook on stuff like like I just don't get involved. It's been ten years since I made any kind of like comments or got involved in like a Facebook fight. But I had to jump in one where this person was like ripping apart our superintendent, who has done nothing but like an amazing job um, with this whole thing and that was my my comment really was I was like is it I, i'm I'm unsure of um it was some kind of comment of like no testicular fortitude and blah 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 like and I was like I'm sorry I, I'm confused as to what you're angry about and is this the the lesson that you want to teach your two and, children
1: and why I'm are you playing? talking about the superintendent's balls dude stop <laughs> exactly <laughs> right <laughs> It's like, all right, left field, cool. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of thing. That's the kind of thing that drives me crazy. I mean, even on a serious note, just as far as bringing it to a place it doesn't need to go, I wouldn't be surprised also if all of a sudden people were bringing up the superintendent's salary because it's public record. Oh, it's you already, know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's well, all over. of course. No, uh, well, of yeah. course, but like, like all of a sudden they're they're saying like, oh, Mister, okay, Mister, one hundred and eighty three thousand dollars a year, but wants a raise next year. It's like. Okay, let's talk about masks right now, dude. Yeah, and yeah. again, there's reasons for stuff. So, right. like, I, you know, not saying that I ha- I'm weighing in on what people's salaries should be, but like, that's the point. It's not part of the conversation. Let's talk about the thing yeah. at hand. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's crazy.
0: So totally. So that that that's my my two cents on that. And by the way, I'm not drinking a beer because I'm stressed. I'm drinking a beer because I barbecued <laughs> right before this, and I I was like, I had some steak. And some salad, and I was like, I want a cold beer during this podcast. So, Stella Artois, I'm- you are not a sponsor, but you could be.
1: Stella! You're drinking a beer because you can. Stella. and And I have a water dispenser in my fridge for the first time, so I don't have a seltzer for the first time on this show. Sweet. Sweet. Yep, there you go. Oh,
0: oh, by the way, new? also in other news, uh, I am I'm growing my hair out. Uh, as you can see, oh. I know Key Lewis has always has you know commented in the past on how lovely my hair is, and not to go. to I jail. believe his
1: word was voluptuous,
0: voluptuous, and he warned me about going to jail that something bad would happen. I'm not really sure. <laughs> that's another. That's the same podcast we were talking about. The superintendent's balls on. It's called Over My Dad Balls. <laughs>
2: um,
0: but yeah, I'm, grow, I'm growing my hair a little. Those watching the video and and I'm I'm trying to get to the. I'm going to attempt to get as close to high school as I was when it was. Really, really long. I don't think I could pull that
1: off. Though, though I gotta say, those are un- Uncle Jesse vibes, and I know that uh, you're agreeing. totally,
0: yeah, totally. Those
1: are Uncle Je- those are Jesse Katsopoulos vibes. That's
0: what I'm 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 trying to pull off of Jesse Katsopoulos right now. So, <laughs> you know,
1: keep up with our YouTube
0: video, guys. Watch the progress as my hair grows. And, yeah, follow uh, George
1: for more hair care tips
0: <laughs> at Launchpad CEO for all your hair care tips. He's also uh, he's
1: also selling shampoo now. He's in like a multi level marketing thing. <laughs> We're Shampoo
0: and beer. <laughs> <laughs> what else, what else is new, on? man? Um. Oh, oh! I did something cool with with my daughter Mia. Um. So, so if you guys remember, a few episodes ago, we we I did this this bit with my oldest daughter Mia as she was uh, creeping up to her thirteenth birthday. Um. You know, it's tough to to raise a preteen, and they're pain in the ass. Is you know, you know the deal. All the dads out there and the parents. And so I uh, I had found this article with tips about how to uh, how to raise your teen or how to uh,
1: how to best support best them support
0: or something teen, whatever. So I wanted to do a follow up because my daughter actually just turned thirteen a couple of weeks ago, and and oh, you know it's bro. been a, it's been a little bit, and and she's getting big. She's almost done with seventh grade now in a couple of weeks, and you know she'll be wrapping up middle school next year. So I want to do a little quick follow up. So so I, I recorded this this bit. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, this is awesome!
0: Yeah, and, and it hasn't
1: even been that long, but I wonder if
0: it, it hasn't. It. It's like a State of the Union kind of thing, uh, oh. but yeah, you'll you'll see what it's called. Hang on, let me pull this thing up. Here we go. State of the Union. Hey, kiddo.
3: Hi.
0: Hi. Hoi.
3: Hoi. Hoi. Hoi.
0: So last time we did this thing, we were talking about. I think we read an article about like the top things. Um, to do when you're raising a teenager, right? Yeah. So so we, we talked about quite a few things, but I wanted to do sort of a state of the union. I wanted to do a how am I doing since we last chatted interview. You cool with that? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll call, how about we call it how am I dadding? No. Oh. How oh am gosh. I dadding? You
3: ruin everything with your dad jokes.
0: Okay, all right, all right. Yep. So I took three, I took like the top three things we talked about last time we chatted. Okay, mm-hmm. so the first one is we were talking about not trying too hard to be the cool dad, right? So I want to ask you, how am I doing with that? Am I still doing a good job? Because you said I did a pretty decent job of that.
3: No, because last
2: time we talked about Dora.
0: So, so for those that don't know the Dora story, um, one time uh, when you first started junior high school, I was trying to get back at you for being... Uh, A little snarky teenager and so I came to pick you up from school with your little brother and we pulled up and we rolled the windows down and we blasted the theme song to Dora the Explorer and we were dabbing so that was that was when we picked you up and you said sometimes I try a little too hard to be the cool dad so how am I doing
3: not good because a few weeks ago my 13th birthday you and my brother Johnny and my
1: cousin Joseph pulled up to my school, rolled the windows down, blessed, happy birthday, and blew kisses and said, I love you, Mia.
0: Oh, no. So you don't like that.
1: No. So
0: that's trying too hard. To You're be traumatizing recording.
1: me. Is this is <laughs> child abuse.
0: One day you will you will think back to that memory when I'm long gone, and you'll be like, man, I wish my dad could pull <laughs> up to my job and sing happy birthday at the top of his lungs no. to me.
1: No, I do not. I will never.
0: Okay. All right, second one. One of the things in the article was that you sometimes need your space with conversations that you don't always want to talk about every subject with dad and i think we we said that i did a pretty good job back then but how, how am i doing now with that
1: definitely better i mean you're minding your own business more for sure oh,
0: i'm minding my own business okay so I, I i still appreciate that you are honest with me and talk to me about things um but I would like to say to you that I don't always want to talk about everything you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So when you come home from school and you're telling me <laughs> about, about what you're cats. what you're learning, no, 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 not that. When you're talking about what you're learning in oh, health not class, this. no. When you talk about what you're learning in health class about the birds and the bees and all that, no. I don't always want to hear you talk about that. So let's set that boundary, okay? Okay. <laughs> <Don't shoot myself. laughs> All right. So the third one, and this was one of the biggest ones slang. You did not like when I, still I don't like
3: your slang. tried
0: to do abbreviations and slang and to talk like you. So how am I doing? How am I dadding?
3: No. <laughs> no, just <laughs> better
1: ish. Better ish. Ish, yeah.
0: So, so am I like, is fatherhood lit? Am I, am I lit? Am I, come on, spill the tea. Spill the tea. No,
3: you don't even know what that
0: means. Am I lit? Is it cringe? What's happening right now? You're
3: stuck in 2018.
0: I'm stuck in 2018. So there's new slang since 2018 that I haven't learned.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, give me one word. Give me one slang word. No. Nothing. (laughs) Okay, so this is one of those things where we we don't talk to each other about anymore? Okay, good. All right, so that that part of the conversation's over. Um, All right, so those are some of the top things. I have a question for you because you're a pain sometimes. Yes, I am. So I'd like to be less aggravated with you. Can you tell me how can I best study with a 13-year-old? Because guys out there, when I study with Mia, especially for a math test, I sometimes want to pick her up and throw her through the front window of my house. I
3: will gladly accept that because I don't like studying for anything
0: okay so so we're good with that. I just anytime we study, I could just throw you through the window. Sure. And we're good perfect okay um, last question, do I do anything right? Do you like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Do you like anything that I do? Nothing
1: not often no not often. not often.
0: okay, all right, I'm gonna go. Curl up in a ball and cry. Have fun with Thank that. Thank you. This has been another another episode, I guess, of How Am I Dadding.
3: No. Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> so painful and amazing. <laughs> I love, I love that. I love her. How Am I Dadding. No, she, she, she loves you. Come on. Come she on, does. She can't stand you, but she loves you. She does, and
0: and and the stuff I do to her at school, um, I I I would never embarrass. I would never like purposely embarrass her if she was like actually like pissed or or like sad about it. Yeah, dude, like the biggest smile on her face when I do it, and she like enjoys being like the embarrassed kid. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Everyone
1: so, likes attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm upset she didn't teach us any new slang words. I really need to. I'm I am i am pretty much up to lit and fam. Yeah. Uh, cap. So I if she could one. I don't I still don't I, don't I still don't know cap. But speaking of cap, I've heard that recently. Um, is Mia a hip hop fan? Uh, not particularly, but she she okay. she likes a lot of music, but not particularly hip hop. Okay, because I got I got the two of you a little present. And I sent you a file earlier. I told you not to listen to it. Yeah. And I would like to present it to you now. You can present it to Mia whenever you want. Maybe we'll get a a a reaction video. So my my boy Tay Edwards. He's uh uh, he's he's a buddy of mine, but he he raps. He's really good, and he's good at kind of like uh I guess in in rock music. I guess what it would be called is like almost like a concept album of like taking on an entire idea or character and kind of running with it and kind of like developing that character he tells a story you know what i mean it's
0: like when prince did the uh the batman album so so he
1: listened to the show and he's really been he's he's been enjoying it and he he threw a little something together for you and mia
0: so is this the file
1: yeah yeah so so (laughs) cringe.mp4 here we go starts off at the slow jam first gotta let him breathe <laughs> my, <dad. laughs>
2: my daughter thinks that i'm corny everything i do is wet i merely rock on the beat she said it's too late for that please don't do that anymore especially in front of my friends i wear props stay comfortable and still like i can't get a win i'm just trying to be me the coolest dad in the world Seeking a little adoration from my baby girl I pull up in that minivan Bumping more set She put her face down in her hand Tell me who don't like ironic If you were to ask me, I think that I got it I can just breathe and she tell me to stop it Ask about boys, she change the topic Blows the proportion when it's microscopic I just think hey. that she's extra no cat, I'm so fly no Straight fire with the drip that. But you won't walk by my side I guess everything I do is so cringe so cringe i be low, keep going in My Instagram popping And my groovy steady mobbing Impressing my daughter is exhausted. Yes I guess everything I do is so cringe, so cringe. i be low, keep going in, going in my instagram popping and my crew be
1: steady mobbing impressing my daughter is exhausted oh my god what do you think
0: (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) that's me. although inaccurate i do not drive a minivan i drive i drive a a jeep grand cherokee
1: and it was Dora the Explorer, not Alanis Morissette.
0: Oh, but the kids do love ironic, though.
1: <laughs> he's got to. He's got to. He's got to get some creative license, you know. Oh, that's but, uh, amazing. he's he's good too, right? He's good. good. Yeah, shout out Tay Edwards. He's he's a really really good guy. I hope he'll do that for us again. Oh that's my god, really, that's really
0: amazing, funny. dude. That's yeah. amazing. I'm not even mad. Wait, are are we starting a a, a dis war? Is that what this is called? <laughs> Can you're we gonna start get a diss
1: track war? Are you gonna get one of your rap friends to make me something or are you gonna do it yourself? <laughs> sure. I'm sure I could find some
0: rap friend out there.
1: <laughs> please, please, please play it for me. I would really like to hear. Oh my god, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Maybe, maybe next time we record, I'll have her on here.
1: Actually, you know what you should do? Next time you pick her up from school, you should just be playing that.
0: Yeah. She wouldn't even pay attention. She'd like no, no, no. her She'd phone be- <laughs> from school. That's amazing, though. I love it. I love it. It's I love very it. Very cool. <laughs> what do you say we do some some fish tank failures?
1: I it's been too long, and I'm always you know I'm a branding guy, George. I'm always thinking about this stuff, and I've I have some things prepared. I would love to do some fish tank failures. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Start us start us off. I got right, I two. Cool. I have two prepared.
1: So if this is your first time listening to the show, uh. George is a business guy. I'm a nonprofit guy, but we're both
0: kind of hey, innovators. I'm a business guy.
1: Space. I'm an important <laughs> businessman. So, um,
0: in so, my, so in my Scooby-Doo villain voice, for some reason, I told for some,
1: for some reason, I was telling people that he was like the John Taffer from bar rescue of businesses. Yeah. Um, are you kidding me? And like throwing liquor bottles against the wall at like a bank. Um, <laughs> that's what, that's what I did. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So so we like to come up with with fun business ideas. Some of them got legs. Um and some of them may need to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. So with that said, this is fish tank fail- failures. We need a little like jingle like this is fish tank failures crack. Um so anyway, I'll put some Here's here here's here's my here's my first one. It's been a rough couple months for both of us. I know you're growing your hair out. I hope it's not out of laziness. I hope it's by choice. Sometimes I try to shave my head at least three times a week, but I never, I haven't been hitting that number in a couple of years. We're busy guys. I'm tired. Uh, My idea, and and I'm all about technology and automation. My idea is for a a, a men's grooming product that's automated, uh, and we'd call it the Groomba. And it's grumba. a lot like, but it's like a Roomba vacuum. But when you're asleep, or maybe when you're consenting and awake, maybe maybe you'd break it if you were asleep. Um, you you you'd set it to a certain setting, and then it would do everything: nails, hair, shave, whatever. A groomba. Groomba. Grum, I think
0: it works. I think that has legs, and and I got to tell you, this is. Well, it doesn't have is, legs.
1: It has more little
0: wheels. Probably. It has little wheels. Yes. <laughs> I, I I have to tell you, and this is this is not planned, audience. This is not planned. But my wife and I had a conversation this past week while we were lounging outside in our pool. Um, I, I recently took over the maintenance of our of our pool this year. Right. Okay. Um, it's very expensive to pay a pool company. We, we we bought the house and and sort of inherited the pool company, and so we finished out the season last year with them, and it cost a fortune. And, mm-hmm. and my goal this year was um, I'm jumping in. I'm doing this. They are only going to open and close it and come provide services if something breaks. Uh, so I bought, I bought a vacuum. I bought the whole thing. I learned how to do it. It's great. It's great. Now, this vacuum... It is a robotic vacuum and it goes up the walls and and the whole thing. I put it in like three times a week. It's amazing. But Colleen was saying, like, because it's robotic, she's like, it's like the Roomba for the pool. So we actually Mm -hmm. named it the Pumba.
1: Yeah, it's the Pumba. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So three times a week we put the Pumba in the pool.
1: That's perfect. I think that those were even around those were probably even around before Roomba's, I think. But not to like be like, Well, actually, but uh I've never had either. I look forward to getting myself a Roomba-like device or a Grumba, but I'm definitely going to get an automated. I vacuum. like
0: the Grumba. This, this is this has, like you said, wheels, uh, <laughs> wheel wheel-like real. legs. Uh, I think I think you could do something with this. All right, so so check mine out. So you know you know how my inventions go, right? My fish tank failure inventions. They're usually. They're about pain or retribution or some
2: <laughs> some kind of torture. They're, they're right? pretty
0: dark. They're pretty dark. <laughs> I want to I want to credit my wife for coming up with this one, and this is why we belong together because she has the same sick ideas that I do. So you've heard of universal remotes for TVs. Mm-hmm. So let's call this one what it is. This one instead of a universal remote, it's a controversial remote, right? Oh. Now what it does is imagine a spike, but not not like a a, a thick like super painful spike like almost like a lancet like a little finger prick you know mm-hmm, like a little finger mm-hmm. prick and it's mm-hmm. basically when you and your partner are watching tv together and you change the channel on something they were watching mm-hmm. the device is programmed to actually prick you in the finger yes. as sort of like negative reinforcement
1: i think that that i think that makes a lot of sense i'd have i I'd invest because I'd have a 10 out of 10. I would never get in trouble for it because I'm not allowed to watch things. I like (laughs) controversial. (laughs) But you know, you know what? You know what? I have a a take issue with and this isn't a joke. It's just a thought. What what she does, though? She's in the next room. What she does is she non-consensually turns the TV off when I'm not ready for bed. Like I get up to get like another Perrier or something like, excuse me. We were nine episodes into a 10 episode series. I'm not ready. Come on. I I wonder if there'd be a prick for that. Oh, I see one. I already see a prick for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I want to remind our, our audience, by the way, if you're new to the show, um, this and this this bit is the perfect example. This fish tank failure thing. We're not funny, right? I just I want to no, reiterate. No, no, we're, no not no no we're not funny at all. We're not particularly trying to be funny. It's called the Over My Dad Podcast. They're obviously very dad joke like
1: content here. Right? I'm not a proud man. I'm not a proud man,
0: George. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so again, just to reiterate, we're not maybe we're trying to be funny we know we're not funny um but just take it for what it
1: is so let's continue i don't think we need to defend ourselves to anybody <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right so so this one i didn't put too much thought into this <laughs> because it's... i had
1: one <laughs> so you put a lot of thought into the you put a lot of thought into the well, controversial remote
0: you know tbd <laughs> um but that one I came prepared for. This second one I sat down and I was like, oh, shit. Oops. Oh, I did it. Sorry.
2: What's the matter with you?
0: I did Love it. it. Swear it. jar. Okay. Um, I sat down to record and I was like, oops, I forgot to come up with the second one. So let me just quick come up with the one. And, hey, I was at my computer in front of the interwebs, right? And I was thinking – you know that the the dark web out there? I don't know much about it, but there's the, the dark web, right? That's a whole I know of thing. it.
1: I certainly would never venture into those parts, but yeah. I've I've heard. And yes.
0: so and so I've been thinking lately, especially with this whole mask and vaccine and COVID thing and politics and everything. And you know mm-hmm. the people on on your social feed that are like I'm so tired of the negativity that don't realize that this is like a real world that we live in and that we have to deal with issues. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Let's make an internet for them called the light web for blissfully mm. ignorant people that just wanna see, you know, like like the Disney movie of the internet, right? Like just mm-hmm. it's all sunshine and and every day is a new Google logo. You know the funky Google logos that they yeah, do, yeah, and it, yeah. it's just all fun stuff. They log into their bank accounts, and there's always lots of money in there. And it's the light web. It's the light web. I like, but it's
1: all fake. I like that a lot.
0: <laughs> it's all fake because it's not the real
1: world. Right. It wouldn't be able to be. Yeah, especially the money part and everything. Right. That that is amazing i yeah, love that the and whip. i think that that would be really that would create a meaningful life for a lot of people who um and you know what's interesting though morons. Not, you could say not not people you who know are more interesting though, about that it's like that's kind of happening already and not to go down like a rogan rabbit hole i like that rogan rabbit hole yeah. write it down yeah. um not to go down that route but like people already live their own truths and like you know what i mean like it all depends on who you follow and what you Google and and whatever. And it's amazing. You know, some of the people I know that really could use some more support in life and maybe maybe it's too late for some and not for others, but like that that just believe everything they read when they're following these, like cr- really, really like following whatever. If you look for it hard enough, you're going to find it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not even talking about the dark web. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, regular totally. websites. So we could use a little bit more like deliberate um i don't want to say like parenting or like uh big brother on the internet but but guidance yeah guiding people or like let me set it's kind of like setting a fitness app or something to like you know let me do like medium medium difficulty and like remind me if i don't do it you know what i mean it would be cool if you could have a feature on on google like that like if i'm looking at stuff that is not like academically backed information yeah. for more than 30% of my time browsing, please um, uh, prick me with a controversial remote. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Or if you could like collate the internet and file it into like areas where only certain people are allowed in certain areas. Like, yeah. Like the people where science is like a screenshot of like a political website, like mm-hmm. and that's okay, you can only go into this part of the internet where they sell yeah like erectile dysfunction medicine and all that kind of stuff there. And then mm-hmm. yeah, so like we all have our little areas of the internet. It's almost like what was that? Oh Wreck It Ralph? Did they do that in, in Wreck It Ralph in the second one? Right?
1: I never Their saw Wreck oh, It Ralph. It looks really movie. good. That's that's John C. Riley or something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think I love him. I think oh, I think that movie. is John C. Riley. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah. All right. Speaking of. of,
0: Give me your second idea, but I also just came up with a name for a product, but I don't know what the product is yet. They're called Dictator Tots, but go ahead. Your turn now. I
1: feel like that was a band. That Um, just
0: (laughs) came out of my brain, out of the the light web.
1: Go ahead. Okay. So this actually, this is a throwback. I've never mentioned it to you before. This is probably my first um, fish tank failure idea, but. I didn't always do so good in school. I ended up doing great once I found my passion and it hit my stride, whatever. But I went to, I dropped out of community college like twice at least. <clears throat> and um, I was in this marketing class. I used to be a business major for a hot minute. And I was in this marketing class and I was not doing well. The teacher, the professor at community college, um, it on it, I'm not going to name the college, but <laughs> the county that's not NASA <laughs> on Long Island. Um so, um, no, I was at Scruffick Community College and, um, I was in marketing One Hundred and One. and the teacher said that whoever won this project, this marketing project would get an A for the entire semester. And the kicker was, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have really been so motivated by that, except it was voted on by the students. And immediately I say, okay, I got this. I'm not the most popular guy in the world, but I, I understand a little bit about my target market and what I'm going for here. Right? So... I, end, long story short, I ended up with an A in the class, <laughs> but, um, other people were inventing things like, oh, it's like a rose, um, a rose bouquet dispensing machine, you know, like, like whatever, very adolescent kind of ideas of, yeah. uh, inventions and businesses. Right. So, uh, mine was for, and it, it's it got everything. Okay. It's got the concept. It's got the actual, it's got the punny name that works. My, mine is for automobiles. So like automobiles, but automobiles. Uh What is it? It's I mean, things have popped up since like it, but it's a alcohol delivery service for college towns, automobiles. Uh, This is before Uber Eats, before anything else. Um, And so it would be a nonprofit uh, in in college towns Mm. that would help prevent drunk driving and would provide like, you know, a percentage of the proceeds towards education about binge drinking and things like that automobiles it was like a massive sensation in this class i was very proud
0: automobiles i like it
1: and i didn't know where you were going with my, this that's when, I, that's when i switched my major
0: i didn't know where you go going <laughs> with this because this was an actual episode of saved by the bell the college years but you, you automobiles you got me at the end that's great wait
1: was it was it really the whole
0: like do this project you get an a in the class you win this project you get an A in the class <laughs> thing yeah when the teacher passes, a test I know I'm in a mess. No, uh, no, but, that's regular say, this was the college years. Sing Different
1: me that theme. one. Sing, sing yeah. me that one, George. Go ahead. Five, six, seven, eight.
0: I'm standing at the edge of tomorrow. Yeah. From here, the future looks bright oh. for me.
1: Oh, I got it all. Really,
0: man. really yeah. good.
1: I love <laughs> that. Who needs, who needs a rap friend? Got George uh, on the ones and twos. I love it. That's excellent. And, um, so to shift gears for a second. Yeah. Automobile um, go ahead. Shift gears. Very good. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for that segue assistance. <laughs> um, I, I've been, I've been on, on our social media and on my social media in general. And we were talking about having some collaborators come on the show. Uh, you know, Tay, Tay Edwards is just a friend that the, the rap dude, um, but we were talking about having some guys that actually t- take a lot of pride in being funny and, and uh, uh, are maybe their dads maybe they're not but they're actually kind of like career comedians or, or at least uh, have stepped onto stages whatever for, for that purpose. So we also want to bring some diversity onto the show. Uh, so we went international with it. And I'd like to present to you a candidate for someone that might be a collaborator on the show. Um, He has agreed to come on as like in like a job interview type format. But um, I wanted to clear it with you first. So I just kind of wanted to show you his sizzle reel. Uh, This is a gentleman, a father from Australia. His name is Simon Eldfield. And I think he's absolutely hilarious. Would you check him out? Let's do it. All right, cool.
3: Four-year-olds are always getting sick, aren't they? Sniffles, coughs. But it's different now, isn't it? Every time you there's a little bit of a sniffle or a sneeze, you've got to get a freaking COVID test or they don't let them go back to kindy. So we keep having to come up with different random excuses so she can keep going. Today we said, I'm sorry she's not in today because she's been kidnapped by aliens. We're really scraping the barrel with excuses now. I'm not sure they're going to buy today's. Fingers crossed. I'm not sure why I'm being shouted at. Apparently, Mother's Day was ruined by me. What? What's it got to do with me? You're not my mum. Why would I even get involved? Apparently, I'm supposed to arrange everything for my kid. Because she's four. Is it my fault that she's thoughtless? Didn't get a card or a gift or anything? Why is that my problem? I don't understand. She did the same last year. Nothing, no gift, no card. Not my fault. Unlucky and stupid. Bit of a deadly combination, that one. Another example. April, 1994, you know, celebrating. Another birthday, my birthday's in early April. My parents got me tickets to see Nirvana at Brixton Academy. I mean, how cool. This is when Nirvana were the coolest band on the planet. Anyway, I remember a few days after I got the tickets, you know, my birthday had passed, he killed himself. Or was murdered, you know, depending on which side of the conspiracy fence you're on. But anyway, I remember sitting there, holding my tickets, I couldn't quite process it you know, in my idiot brain, that does that mean the concert's definitely going to be canceled? Could it go either way? You know, the lead singer of Nirvana killed himself and I couldn't get my head around the idea that probably meant the concert would be canceled. I think like a lot of people who get into comedy or thinking they're funny or stand-up comedy, it's purely for one reason only. And that's revenge. I am well known to be one of the world's greatest grudge holders. I have got grudges. Some of my grudges go back 40 years and I play those scenarios around in my head about what revenge would look like on those perpetrators of the crime, you know. And some of these, they're pretty petty grudges. But like most people who are getting to stand up, as I said, the main reason is revenge. So throughout my videos, you're gonna hear some stories and occasionally someone might spot themselves. Happy days. I think like a lot of people, I think everyone's had bad dates, haven't they? Very few people have. I'm in a bit of trouble at home at the moment last night having a bit of pillow talk with the wife she asked me does she ever leave me breathless i didn't really know what she meant so i said yeah when you sit on me or after i go in the loo when you've had a shit not sure
2: oh Oh,
0: man (laughs) whoops Oopsie! I gotta say, this whole collaborator thing that's happening and starting to really take shape—it's—it's it's pretty cool, man. I'm excited about it. Well, what do you think of Simon? So he's—he's he's funny. I've told you already when when we had, uh, you know, our our planning sessions for for this that I've already dubbed him the misunderstood Australian. So I I I believe he will be a a regular on our show if he chooses to be
1: well i i i drafted up some questions and i i i want to shoot them over uh i don't know the time difference over there i got i got i got some real good questions about australia too some things i'm wondering so we'll, we'll 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 maybe we'll maybe get him in here next show to to speak a little bit about what he's all about and we'll see we'll see if it works yeah i'm down with that and and we have uh uh, some fans that are going to be coming
0: on, sending us some videos, right? We're going to have uh, th- there's some cool stuff going on. I also yeah. want to hit I, w- I want to hit Key Lewis back because I know he told us that he wants to uh, submit some some stuff to the show. So, uh, well, let's take this opportunity to just share with with anybody out there that's in this world. Anybody looking to collaborate on content, uh, mm-hmm. comedians up and coming looking to join. Uh, the show and, and contribute some stuff to us, hit us up. Uh, What are we dad, Uh, What's our, what's our email address? Uh,
1: over dad my jokes? dad. Uh, no, over my dad, podcast at Gmail, right?
0: No, it's dad jokes at over my dad, podcast.
1: Uh, com. That's yeah. right. Dad jokes at over my dad, podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram at over my dad, podcast, Facebook at over my dad, podcast, Twitter, which we're not really using. Um, yeah uh over my dad bod C S T and uh the hotline Yeah, yeah. If you're funnier or funnier than us, at least hit us up and we'll 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 bring you on. We'd love to uh expand this conversation and this movement towards nothing in particular. And hit the hotline if you want. We've talked about this hotline 888-749-5188 You
0: can call just leave us a message. Uh there's some fun stuff on there right now that you could play with and it's good to be back, man. We did it. We did it. it we did, another one, as DJ Khaled says.
1: Another one. Yeah. Another one. Ask ask Mia if we could still say that and if that's still cool. Whenever Absolutely get a chance. not. Absolutely not. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> Let me know what she thinks of the song.
0: All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Peace. Is this how you play drums? I don't even know. Thanks for tuning into the Over My Dad podcast. Catch us every other Wednesday morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are available.
1: And please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Over My Dad Podcast and on Twitter at Over My Dad Bod CST. Yeah!